Full, 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 full. You time. are full, full, man. You're yes. good, man. You're good. Okay, you're good. Full, full, I'll take it. Full, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. Full actress. Yes. Karen is like one of the funniest people I know. Like Hilarious. I spent years and months on that in rehearsals with her. Um, we've done a little white light together, a little black lie. We just finished the white light film yeah. that is coming out in November. So super talented. Um, and Thank she's you. also a loyal listener of the pod. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So we really appreciate that. Yep. Thank you so much for I love tuning it. in. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Like the fact that you listen to the pod and you just give the encouragement. Of course. I'm going to support you guys. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love no, it's it. Good. It's good. It's it's like I said, I listen at work. <laughs> And I love that. I have my headphones in, and half the time I. <laughs> 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 but no, it's okay, man. It's yeah. all right. It's good. I'm glad you guys are doing this too. You know, it's a good platform. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just a little cool vibe. Just yeah. to talk our shit, you know? <laughs> and our thoughts and our, and our emotions. Yeah, and our emotions. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> a, a thought that 
Janielle and I have had for a while um, and why we wanted you here today and that sort of thing was, you know, as everyone would know at this point, um, Janielle or I do not have kids yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as women in our mid-30s, we that's just a natural thing everyone around us all of our friends family Mm -hmm. you know everyone's kind of at that stage in life where you know every every other person on your instagram is either announcing a gender reveal or um uh, an engagement or a a marriage or that kind of thing which is all wonderful and beautiful and amazing Mm -hmm. um But we just haven't had that type of milestone in our lives yet. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of, like, thoughts behind that, mm-hmm. you know, um, for other people as long as us. So I, I guess we just wanted to, like, chat with somebody who, I mean, of course, we know lots of moms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, just to kind of, like, explore that thought process, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of thoughts around it. And I think um, just to have, like, a nice rounded, you know, thought process, it's nice to have a different... Um, dynamic in here absolutely that topic so yeah 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 and even when Sharona brought it up to me I was just like this is something that has always been going on in my head Mm -hmm. like I know my sister just had a baby last year and I see what she goes through Mm -hmm. and my idea about children or having a child before it was just like yeah 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 just pop it out everything's good it's all straight There's until I see it. my There's sister yeah. go through it, like with everything. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, you really had a front row seat. Oh yeah, from, from the the trying process to actually be like, okay, I am pregnant, mm-hmm. and then okay, everything's good for 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 the first few months, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like, okay, this is not so good. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I like um, I like this, like having this platform to speak to you. I know off air we were talking about just the thoughts about what we thought our lives would mm-hmm. be like sure. when we were in high school. So, uh-huh. so you, Janielle, had the plans <laughs> of having baby marriage by 19. By 19, yes. And I, your kid. Yeah, I wanted to be married by 19. I wanted to have my first child at like 21. I wanted a, what, two girls and a boy. Uh, my girl was going to be named Alizé. The second one was going to name Mercedes. Not Mercedes. Yes, Mercedes. And my son, who's going to be born first, I was upset. Because I have that Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted the boy to take care of, of his, his sisters. Sister. Understandable, oh, yeah. Yeah. And his name was going to be Makai um, because I was obsessed with Makai Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, I'm I cannot with you. Yeah, and it was just going to be, I was going to dress them like, because by that that time I was obsessed with like Fubu and Baby Fat and stuff like that. So I was going to dress them like that. And I pictured my man and we'd go to New York all the time and go <laughs> shop for them. For the youth that Yes. <laughs> Yes. Because you're only 20. Because I'm only 20. And oh that was the plan. God. But when I turned 19, I was like, wait a minute. I'm mm-hmm. a whole ass kid. Trust still. me. And now I'm legal. I'm going to party. Right. Yeah. And then 21 hit. And I'm like, oh, I'm legal in the States too. I'm still going to party. Yeah. So the whole idea kind of just. And because a lot of girls that I knew were like single moms or just 
young moms mm-hmm. and they made it look so easy, easy. Yes. like when they're in front that's of me big, like their daughter would be dressed point. so cute mm-hmm. and yes. everything and then I never really got to see how it is like when behind the scenes behind exactly the scenes. Yeah. so my right. mind was yeah. I keep in mind like a lot of um so so my thought process towards that was always like my age was 25 was the golden age and it's so funny because I was just sitting with um some of my Scotian friends last week and they have like younger um cousins who are 19 and 20 and it's so funny because I was there and we were talking about having kids and marriage and stuff Mm -hmm. and there are some women my age like some of my friends who are on this vibe will be like yo I don't even want kids no more Mm -hmm. and then we had like the 19 and 20 year olds who were like oh yeah by 25 I want about five kids Mm -hmm. I want to da 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 like and I was like wow like Every, it almost seemed like every age group kind of goes, or every generation kind of goes Go through, through that mm-hmm. that thought process of mm-hmm. like thinking that twenty five is so old and yes. so like mature. Right. Because I was my whole thing is I've always wanted twins. I still want twins, mm-hmm. you know. And so my perfect scenario was marriage with my twins mm-hmm. by twenty five. Yep. And then I got to twenty five, and I'm like, yo, fam, just like. Me. Yo, like I was partying like four times a week, yep. not going to school, just mm-hmm. living a whole world. Were you dating life. anyone at the time? At 25? Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. And I jumped on the birth control quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was Facts. not. Facts. It was not a thing. Facts. So, what about you, Karen? Like, yeah. did you have that thought when you I was like you. Like, when I was young, 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 like eight or nine, I was like, yeah, because. You know, you think that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You get married, you have the kids, all that jazz. But yeah, by 25, I thought all that thing, all of that was going to be like, you know, done. Mm-hmm. And then when I got older, I was like, hold on, you have a choice? Mm-hmm. You, don't, right. you don't have to have kids? Yeah. Right. You don't have to be married? Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's sister's not married. She has no kids. And she's living the life. And mm-hmm. she's 60-something. And mm-hmm. she's fine. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so it's like... Maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. But I like my men. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't mind being in a relationship. But the kids part, I don't know about that. So, mm-hmm. there was a point where I was just like, no. I, I'll be the I'll be the fun aunt. And yeah. the fun aunt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll be hopping around with the kids. Mm-hmm. We'll have fun. We'll go out. But then you go back to your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go live my life. I'm mm-hmm. going to stay up late. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wake up late. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go travel. I'm going to go to to, to fetch, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my thing, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with not having kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got into a relationship, and you know, I'm like, I, I'm not having kids. Yeah, you okay. know, there's was that a conversation that you guys had as you always. got serious? Always, mm-hmm. and any relationship I got into. Okay, so I'm you, always you let like, it be hey. known from the jump. Yeah, like this is not in my future. Like I don't plan on having kids. I've dated wow. guys with kids, and it bothered me a bit. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it was like they're slim pickings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of guys now have kids. So I'm like, mm-hmm. if this is what it is, then cool. Mm-hmm. You know. But there was a time when I was just like, nope, I'm not dating guys with kids either. Just to back up on that for a second, because I find that interesting. Like when you say. Because that's a common um, sentiment for a lot of women in dating men with kids. Mm-hmm. When you say it bothered you a bit, was it the fact of him having kids and, and the, a baby mom's is in his life to some extent? Or was it the thought of like, oh, kids 
are something that he's cool with, so maybe the pressure might come. No, it was more the baby mama, but it was also more of the, obviously, I can't have him to myself. I can't, I have to share him. You know what I mean? Like, if I need him now with me in my bed, and all of a sudden, little junior Colin said that he comes. Well, guess what? He's going to run and go because that's his priority, right? He's not, he's not about me, right? So I'm like, I Mm. don't really like dating guys with kids either. Yeah. And you see, that's kind of always been, my thing at the back of my head like I'm not opposed to dating men with children Mm -hmm. but I would rather not mainly because I see how my dad was with me Mm -hmm. and even though my mom and my dad got divorced I think when I was like maybe nine or ten and so forth they lived separate lives my father to my knowledge hasn't really had a girlfriend and so that I know of Mm -hmm. I don't know but I know right now he doesn't (laughs) and my father has always said one of the reasons why he's not in a relationship or has had one and so forth because he's so consumed with my sister and I yeah and anything I needed I would go to my dad it was just we have that bond (laughs) and I'm just in my head I'm just like there was a little part of me that was selfish mm-hmm. in terms of getting in a relationship with somebody who would have a child. Yes. Because I'm like, it, especially if it's a little girl, and I know how little girls are with, with their, their father. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And if I'm seeing a guy and he's just always there for me and just like, I'll have all the free time, and I'd be like, okay, so what's going on with your daughter? You're like, oh yeah, I'll see my daughter in like two, three weeks. I kind of feel a little like guilty. Like, like, right. Yeah. It would just be this like, this moment where I'm just like I picture myself As being that, that little girl, girl. and yeah. I'm like I and don't your dad's like this. blowing you off for a gill exactly. exactly but at the same time I've been with men who are, have these amazing relationships with their little girl and doesn't see anything else they still want to date but they can't really make that time right for me right. so I'm kind of put in this situation yes, like yes. okay that's exactly why I, I didn't see, want to yeah. do it yeah. exactly. and then my whole thought process towards that was similar to you guys where it was like when I was much younger like I'd say you know early 20s mid 20s all of that um I never wanted to date a guy with kids for that yeah. same mm-hmm. reason. I was just like, yo, I don't want no baby mama drama because exactly. that's always your thought. And I especially didn't want to date no dude um, with young babies because it's like Trust you got to go through the moms mm-hmm. to link up with the yeah. baby. And to be honest with you, I see firsthand relationships around me, relationships yep. in my family where it's like that that connection mm-hmm. between people who have children, doesn't it doesn't just go away. Exactly. Yeah, Look, I'm a grown-ass human being. My parents mm-hmm. still move like school kids around each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the connector. Yeah. But they are not, not, have never, have not been that. together in how long? You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? But so that was always like my thought. Like, hmm. Like, and how would I ever compete with that? You mm-hmm. know? But then... It's so funny, and God has a sense of humor. I ended up be- being in a serious relationship for maybe three, almost four years mm-hmm. um, with somebody who had six kids. Yep. What? So, yes. <laughs> Girl, so, one but six. And let me tell you, like mm-hmm. our relationship was wonderful mm-hmm. when it was wonderful. And the, the idea of, oh my God, the kids, I'm going to feel some type of way that never reached me. And Mm -hmm. it was such a revelation to me because I feel like in a way it was almost like God purposely being like, 
so are you gonna like um forfeit this opportunity to mm-hmm. have this flourishing wonderful relationship sure. because of your thought process and your mentality of not being able to get around the fact that this person has kids well here you go i'm mm-hmm. gonna give you this wonderful person but he comes with six kids so what you gonna do yeah you know what i mean and i was in that relationship and i can honestly say that like the kids had no negative effect on our relationship. Mm-hmm. He loved his kids, super dad, all those types of things. But me and the kids end up having great relationships. And here's the here's the thing. He was also an older guy. He was like 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So his kids, you know, he has kids who are like 18. And I was just about you know to ask I mean? you, I was like, how old were the kids? So, so it was like, we were like friends. I wasn't out here trying to be mom. Mm-hmm. It was like... And that's what I was going to say. Like, were you like ready to be stepmommy? Yeah, you know, no, it, know? it didn't come off as that. It was mm-hmm. just like, yo, we're doing Wonderland. Yo, let's go. And right. it was just this big, fun situation. So that relationship didn't last, obviously, but it had nothing to do with, with the kids, the kids mm-hmm. or anything. So it was such a like learning curve for me at that time and now i'm just in a place where it's like but can i ask you mm-hmm. did you think like you were going to marry this man and eventually have a child with him like did he want more did he want yeah. seven eight nine ten kids yeah wow. he was okay he with that did his were... thought was i've never had a kid with my wife mm-hmm. his thought wow. was that ex- i want that experience with you yeah because it will still be new for me mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. his situation was you're talking to the thing and it got, and she got pregnant and yeah, it's right. like okay we're, I guess we're having a baby right. mm-hmm. moving on back to back to back not no mm-hmm. shade to that not to say you know but they were not planned they were not you know whatever right. so because I asked that I was like well that's going to be a first time experience for me but not you and he's right. like it will be a first time experience yep, for me I've because heard that mm-hmm. I am not. I've never been married and and had a kid in this like planned sort of loving environment Mm -hmm. type of vibe Mm -hmm. so um and one of my girlfriends said that to me too because I said to her I was like yo you have kids like at least you've gone through that experience and that she's like yeah but I love my kids but like the way they came about was not this joyful romantic loving Mm -hmm. situation with the most support yeah so it's like they're here and it's wonderful but but having a child you know in in a loving relationship and a mm-hmm. healthy environment and all, would still be a new um experience for her mm-hmm. yeah so it was very interesting hmm. yeah so you were saying like you started off and then the, the thought of the guy with kids was always like a no and yeah. it came it was up always in no. and i remember i was dating one guy and yeah he had three kids already or two kids sorry he had two kids already and he was like we're going to get married and I'm going to like move you away and we're going to live in the country and you are just going to be in the house with my kids. And I was like, wow. Whoa. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't want that though. You can have that. And he thought like when I would tell people that I didn't want kids, they would say that I was selfish. Selfish. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but why? Right. Like I'm my choice. I'm choosing not to have a kid to bring this kid up in this effed up world. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't want to, you Mm -hmm. know, just, allow it you know mm-hmm. and then of course you have you know your your aunts and uncles when are you gonna right you're getting, up there. Yeah. you're getting up there don't, don't trust me when i that. was your I was age i had three, three already don't even get me started. you know my mom never asked me my dad mm-hmm. god rest yeah. his whole he never really asked me anything about kids mm-hmm. like 
it, it was fine. My parents mm. were never like, you know, when yeah. are, are you doing this? But aunts and uncles, they were for sure like, when are you having babies? And I'm like, I am not. I'm yeah. fine with being by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, Things change. Yes. So tell me about the time where you found out. Because I always like hearing these stories. Because I've heard some outrageous like, oh, I found out when I was like, I was away. And then all of a sudden, boom, I was starting feeling sick. And no. I found out that was pre- like, I've it's heard so funny. Stories. We had just finished um, doing pictures, doing picture promos for A Little White Lie. Mm. The next day I left and went to New York mm-hmm. for my cousin's wedding. And so that thing happened. And um, mm-hmm. I remember the next day we were, me and my partner were, were traveling around Brooklyn doing all this kind of stuff. And I kept having to go to the bathroom. And he's like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, you think I'm pregnant? Like it doesn't yeah. happen that quick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, come back now to Toronto. Everything's good. Caravana weekend bus through. We're having fun. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a drinker, but I had one, two drinks. Mm-hmm. Everything was good. Now my period came like normal. But it came, and it literally left the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What? what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't happen. And my period's regular and normal, so yeah. I knew something was up. Mm-hmm. So I called my girlfriend, who was pregnant at the time, and I said, yo, I think I'm pregnant. She literally came to my work and was like, come, let's go get a pregnancy test, like, today. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. Did it, and <laughs> went to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Went to McDonald's, went to the bathroom, and I swear the blue line show up right away. Oh, you know how the and thing like says bathroom? Wait, minutes, wait five oh, you're minutes. You're pregnant, pregnant. Oh, you're super pregnant. <laughs> I was like, the t- she said, well, just wait. And I said, for what? The line to disappear? It is like, it's blue. Yo, them Kim it's not even faint. Yo, no, those things are the Kim scariest. And she's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. because it's really not in my plans like yeah. I did not and the funny thing is when I got with my partner I had asked him and this is something I always ask people that I date mm-hmm. um, I had asked him I said what is your biggest fear mm-hmm. and he is I like that question mm-hmm. yeah he's four years older than me and um, he said dying without kids oh wow mm-hmm. and I was like oh okay mm-hmm. that right there should have been a sign for me to exit because mm-hmm. that's not what I wanted mm-hmm. right Wow. But I also always said that if I found someone that I truly loved, who knows? Something could come, yeah. you know, something out of that Different. could come. Yeah, yeah right? Awesome. So I was like, okay, but I stayed around. And here we are, pregnant. So I I sent him a text, you know, and I said, I think I'm pregnant. And I sent him the little picture. How long picture. were you guys together at that point? We were together for two years at that point. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't anything fresh or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was two years, so... <laughs> The thing that got me when I told him was, like, he, again, he knew that I didn't want kids or care for it or anything. But mm-hmm. right away, he was just like, all right, you got to start eating healthier, uh, eat more fruits and vegetables. You got And I was like, whoa. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I just told you I'm pregnant. Like, you're not even asking me if I'm okay with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to keep it. Are you like, okay? Like, mm-hmm. what's our plan? Yeah. He was just like, all right. No more McDonald's. Just, you know, start eating your your oats and your, you know, the good goods because Mm -hmm. this baby's coming. And I'm like, dude, Mm -hmm. can I get a little bit of emotional support? Mm -hmm. A little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a little difficult. 
truthfully um I mean obviously we did talk about it afterwards but uh <laughs> baby was coming yeah <laughs> regardless baby yeah. was coming so so yeah. during the did it ever get easier like the acceptance of it did that part get easier as you started to grow um, I always ask new moms, like I even asked your sister, I was like, did you become a mom when the baby came out or were you mm-hmm. a mom during the pregnancy? And you see my sister, even on, because she has a podcast mm-hmm. and she talks about, her and her friend talk about, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, that's when you become a mom. That's That was yeah. in her, mentally. that was her mm-hmm. mentally. She was just like, all right, was I'm a mom now. Was that your experience? No. Wow. No. I was like, I, I, I felt so disconnected. Because Ooh. it just was not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I did not feel connected with him. And I felt bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, they're expecting this instant bond. And yes, I'm yes. going to talk to my child all the time. Yes. This is yeah. so great. But, like, I'm like, this is hard. Yeah. This, it was really hard. It was really difficult. Like, the first trimester was, like horrible being sick all the time i felt Mm -hmm. gross you know we had rehearsals Mm -hmm. no one knew that i was pregnant you know i'm coming to rehearsals i'm feeling sick i'm don't want to do anything i'm tired yes you know it was it was definitely hard and like you know as i saw my stomach growing i would take pictures but i wouldn't share it anywhere Mm -hmm. i wouldn't share it on social media Mm -hmm. no one knew i was pregnant Mm -hmm. again because it wasn't what i wanted yeah you know i wasn't happy during my pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, you know, I obviously went, you know, went through the motions, but like, I was not, I was not happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember um, a coworker of mine asking me if I was going to um, take maternity photos, mm-hmm. and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why not? Don't you want that memory? And I'm like, no. I like, I'm not, I'm not enjoying this. this yeah. So st- no, mm-hmm. I don't want to take maternity photos, and I don't regret it to this day. Like yeah. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I remember asking, actually, I asked Jude at one point, but I think it was just to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's what people are doing. He felt it was doing. the right thing. To right. Do. Maybe I'll just do it because this is the one and only time that I'll be pregnant. The one and only time that you'll see my belly this big. So mm-hmm. maybe I should. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna do it just because everyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. terms of like, because I believe you said you were vocal about possibly not wanting to have children to like your loved ones and so yeah, forth. Yeah. So when they found out, like, what was their reaction? <laughs> so on knowing that this is not really something that you wanted. Um, my sisters were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really and truly, because they knew already. Because you know, mm-hmm. Karen was not the mother type, mm-hmm. so my sister was like, "Okay, well." You know, this is it. Like, are you ready for it? You know, and I was like, I, it, it's coming. So I guess, I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my cousins were surprised. Um, my mom, she was like one of the last people I told. Mm-hmm. She's very old school, you know, get yeah, married, then yeah. have the baby. Mm-hmm. My sister had um, her daughter when, just before she turned 30 and my mom was, really upset Mm. um but like it wasn't like she was dating some some Mm. random dude like she Mm -hmm. was with michael for like four years Mm -hmm. you know they were like good you know they were gonna get married but you know baby came and Mm -hmm. my mom was just she just went off on her Mm -hmm. so i was afraid she was gonna do the same thing with me yeah you know and i'm a little bit more wild than my sister my my sister's a little bit more responsible and quiet Mm -hmm. and whatnot so i think i was afraid that my mom was gonna be like karen like Mm-hmm. don't be passing this child over to me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she was just like, okay. 
Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but I found like she wouldn't really talk to me about it mm-hmm. or ask me questions. My aunt would ask and then tell my mom. Right. But my mom would never come out and say, how are you feeling? You know, but she'd be very like backwards. Like, you shouldn't be doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing, you know what right. I mean? Just... She's looking out for you in that yeah. back, backwards way because she's still your mom. And yeah. that, that's her instinct. Yeah. But she's still battling her own, um, that the old school mentality right. and the, right. and all of that. And, and that right. gets harder to battle when you're dealing with older people because they're yeah. already stuck in their way. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Already, um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's very interesting. And mm-hmm. so your son is here. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. He's a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, did something switch? Like when he came, was it like, Oh wow. Yeah. I love this now. Or, yeah. Like is when that you held still him for the first time thing? and so on. Does that happen instantly? <laughs> well, like... let me say that when I found out that I was having a boy, I cried. Joy mm. or? <laughs> Don't make me cry now, girl. Don't make me I've cry. not cried on the pod in like how long? <laughs> I, oh, I cried God. because I have sisters. My yeah. dad wanted a boy. Mm. Mm. My little sister was supposed to be a boy, so the, mm. so the doctors them said. But um, but she turned out to be a girl, and I was like my dad's tomboy. Yes. You know, I was his boy. Mm. My sister has two girls, so mm. I was just like, here we go, it's another set of girls. You yes. know, so I just expected them to say, "You're having a girl." So it just by chance, um, I started bleeding, mm-hmm. and um, I started bleeding. Like midway through my my pregnancy, this is just before I'm supposed to find out the gender, mm-hmm. and I went to the hospital and whatnot, and everything was fine. But while I was there and she was doing the ultrasound, I was like, by chance, are you able to tell me, you know, what I'm having? I'm like, if you can, it's fine. Yeah. But I just want to know if you can see. And she's like, yeah, let me just finish what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you're having a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, really. And she's like, no, look, see the penis. I can't see shit. <laughs> but you see the penis is here and this. And I'm just like, really? Like, are you sure? And she looked at me like, lady, I've been doing this for years. Yeah. Like, yeah, you were having me. a boy. Oh and then I was God. just like my golden child like my little lion king you know so I was really really happy about that Mm -hmm. um so I felt a little bit of a connection there yeah okay I felt a little bit but when when he was actually born um I just remember looking at him and now I had him at home not by choice Mm. wow but yeah if he just came quick but um I remember looking at him and being like so like you like that was you inside yeah, of me this me. whole time like, wow and now i'm seeing you like in the flesh wow you know but i was also like you know when you meet someone new yeah. you're like kind of shy i don't know you you don't what's know up, me <laughs> yeah. you good? right like what's going on now what you know what do we do you know so it was, it was, and I can see you doing that too. Yeah, I'm just looking reason. at him, you know, because you're looking at everything. Yeah, you're looking at everything. You want to make sure the ten toes and the ten fingers are there, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, wow, that's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, this whole time mm-hmm. here you are now, like, but it was scary mm-hmm. because you know you have this child and all this stuff is going on and you know breastfeeding and this and the pressures of that and mm-hmm. and then it was just like everyone's gone mm-hmm. and now it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's the manual? 
Mm-hmm. What do I do next? Mm-hmm. You know, that was such a scary thing mm-hmm. because you don't know. And mm-hmm. every child is different. Every Absolutely. mom is different. Every Everything is different. Yeah. I feel like one of, I mean, of course, everything is difficult. Um, but one of the biggest challenges I always witness is always that the crying and you don't know why, mm-hmm. right? Because they can't communicate. Is it hunger? Do you need to be changed? Yeah. Are you hurt? Yeah. Are you tired? Yeah. So it's this constant like yeah. guessing game almost. And I remember people being like, you'll learn the cues. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And I never learned them. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? You know, and you check everything, but yeah. like you're still crying. So what? what's up? And I remember one time with my when Yara was born, um, Yara being my niece, there was a time where my sister called me. It was like in the afternoon and she's just like, I legit had a nervous breakdown. She's just like, Yara literally has been crying for 12 hours. I don't know what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. And she literally just sleep for like maybe five minutes, then wake up, start crying. And her and her um, husband, Leon, would wake up and like back one and person forth. was asleep, right. back and forth, back and forth. Till one time, Leanne was just holding Yara, trying to like make her go down. And Leanne started crying. Then Yara started crying. Then Leon came, and he's hugging them. They're all crying. Uh. They were all crying yeah. for hours because they could not figure out what well, the hell was there. going on. And then eventually, I mean, they got the hang of it. But those first few months, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it really just hard. makes me think like, you know, when we were younger, mm-hmm. um, younger pregnancies, teenage moms, all that kind of stuff, unfortunately to say that a lot of those women grew to be single moms, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, even our parents' mm-hmm. generation, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I say, man, like, I couldn't even imagine doing this without any support, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like without the father present, without even My like says that all the time. a yeah. mom pre- like a grandparent or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's just like, whoa, yeah. like you really have to, when you think about motherhood, like moms yeah. are superheroes yeah. cause that shit ain't easy. Yeah. 24 hours yeah. Mm-hmm. you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's what they say. Like, Motherhood's like a, a full-time job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. some people won't believe it, but yeah, you're always constantly oh, working. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're working constantly, yeah. I want to go back to, because you mentioned, and again, it's, it's me, I'm a very visual person. You were saying that you had your child at your house. Mm-hmm. Was this one of those, like... Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like no, the tub and any you have, like you have that just in case. No, it wasn't like beautiful candles or no. Listen, I I had a midwife. Yeah, my sister had one too. Loved it. Yes. And I would recommend it. Yeah. Hundred and ten percent. I loved I, it. I agree. I agree. I yes. absolutely loved it. I agree. Um and people's misconception about midwives is that you have to have it at home. Yeah. But it's not even it's the true. case. Mm. So my whole plan was having it at the hospital, mm-hmm. like regular. My midwife was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened was I was supposed to be induced the following day. Mm-hmm. It was a Monday. I was getting these cramps all weekend. Didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Knew something was happening, but I really didn't know what it was. And um, woke up Monday morning and was constantly getting these cramps now. 
And so my partner's like, we should maybe go to the hospital. And I was like, no, 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 we're supposed to call the midwife, tell them they're supposed to come and check me. And he's like, all right. So he calls and they're like, maybe you're just excited. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be induced tomorrow. Go sit in the tub and have some Tylenol. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So sat in the tub, didn't do the Tylenol thing, mm-hmm. but I was just like, something's happening. Mm-hmm. Don't know what. I think this baby's coming. Mm-hmm. Little did I know my partner is like timing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, your contractions are getting closer. Not knowing that that's what was happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she ended up coming. Um, she was like, Karen, let me, let me check your cervix. Can't find your cervix. I was like, it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't go anywhere. It's there. So she's like, lay on a flat surface. Let's check you again. And she's like, now I know why I couldn't find it. Cause she was expecting it to be like this when it was like this. So I was eight centimeters dilated. And she was like, Karen, you're a strong woman because you are eight centimeters dilated. Like we are about to have this baby. We have to make this decision now. We're either having him here or we are calling the ambulance and going to the hospital. And I just remember being like, this is like happening way too fast. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. give me a second. Because you have a plan in your head, yeah. and, you know, of how things are going to be when you're at the hospital and all this jazz. And I was just like, and at the time we had a dog. So Sasha was, was walking the dog and then he came back and she was like, all right, like we're having this baby right now. We're having the baby So at wait, home. did you have any medication? None. Damn. None. Oh, Jesus. None. And that was my thing because I was like, can we go to the hospital? Because like, I just want that epidural because I don't want to feel it at all. And she was like, Karen, you're past epidural. Like you are eight centimeters. You are past the epidural stage. So we are having this baby. Did you feel it? Like, did you feel like? (laughs) You felt everything. What did you feel? You felt shoulders? You know what? You know what's crazy Like, is it pressure? Does it feel like pooing? Like what people say? Yes, it does. Mm. Because at one point I said, am I? And they're like, no, no, no. Just keep pushing. Like, because his his, um, arm was pushing on that muscle. Mm. So it felt like I was, you know, releasing. Mm. Um, But yeah, I didn't, I was afraid. I was afraid to push because I didn't want to feel it. So he might have and was probably supposed to come a lot earlier, but I was just stalling. Yeah, I think I, I would do that stalling. too. I was out like, of that fear. Yeah, but yeah. it was a really, really amazing experience. Like, my only fear was like, what if something happens where you know his his uh, heart rate drops? Mm. Yeah, or I need to have a C section. I might have to get rushed to the hospital, mm-hmm. right? But everything honestly worked out so perfectly that if I were to do it again that that's how I would do it but yeah um, are you a hard no right now Mm. Mm. copy that so a hard no on doing it again yeah Mm. I'm how how many pounds was it just sorry to I'm just trying to figure this he was eight pounds uh 15 ounces wow Karen you are an absolute champion (laughs) (laughs) for that um and I guess, like, we kind of touched on it before, but, um, like, I just finished saying that a lot of younger moms that we knew um, did not have support, right? Is Do you find that that's, I mean, every couple is different, mm-hmm. um, every experience is different, but how important was that or is that um for you in this process, you know, like were there areas where you were like, yo, I need help versus like, oh, I got this or does that change constantly? Is it? I look at it this way sometimes because I'm like, my mom had three, three girls Mm -hmm. and she was able to do it. However, she was a stay at home mom. 
-hmm. you know, I am working. So it is difficult at times. Um, I remember telling him that, I remember telling my partner, like I said, uh, while I was pregnant, like, hey, when you come home from work, like I'm passing it a trial. And he was like, yeah, 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 no problem. Mm -hmm. But when it came to, he wasn't like that at all. Mm -hmm. You know, it was far from that. So that was a little difficult Mm -hmm. um, because I just needed that like five minutes or like mm-hmm. 10 minutes just Absolutely. to, mm-hmm. you know, bathe or mm-hmm. sit on the toilet just to mm-hmm. be there. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, so it was a little difficult, still kind of is truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's a lot better because Zach is older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like a, a real person now and yeah. he'll actually tell you what <laughs> he opposed, wants, right. you know, and as opposed to a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of men are like, Oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. You're the mom. So you do it. You figure uh-huh. it out. Right. So that was, very challenging Mm -hmm. and again to touch up on the fact that I didn't even want kids Mm -hmm. you know so it was just very difficult for me to just be in this space already yeah you know so I was just like well you wanted this Mm -hmm. so So here's your child here's your child so come and help me yeah you know um yeah, man, it was it was difficult. Like, thank God for my mom and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't live far away, so I can just go over That's there great. if needed. My mom is always like, just bring them. Mm-hmm. Just bring them, mm-hmm. you know. So, thank God for that. Thank God mm-hmm. for, for the people around who, who understand it and can be like, my mom, like, if I had a kid tomorrow, like, my mom would, like, quit her job mm-hmm. and yes. be like, too too overjoyed yep. to be grandma who just spoils and you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. so when I think about support it's like I thank God that like I know that it would be there mm-hmm. but then at the same time I think the challenge for you and I Janelle is that even our moms are at that part place in their own lives where they want to live their best lives. Yeah. They done raised their kids. You know Trust what I mean? Me. And it's like, yes, they'll be happy. They'll be supportive. But it's like, I never want to like get spoiled in my mind yeah. to mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is going to be a breeze because they're right there. Yeah. Yes. You know? And, um, and I try not to do that to my mom. Like, yeah. I know yeah. if I need her to, she will be there. Yeah. But I try not to always just be like, here. Here, yeah. here, you know what I mean? Right. I, I'm not going to take advantage of her like that because it's also my child. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do what I can. You know, I'm going to do what I got to do because yeah, is my child. Yeah. And, I, and I also find it very interesting in terms of just the whole, like, um, you're mentioning, like, our moms and so on. Because I see my mom now. And back in the day, like, I'm going to put my mom's age out there. She's, like, 50, 56, 57. Back in the day, 56, 57 used to mean, like, old grandma. Old grandma. Like, now old. Making cookies Young and knitting. Thing. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Now it's a whole Young other Young. vibe. <laughs> yes. So even when my mom, when my sister got married, my mom was like, so, oh my God, like, um, this little girl is going to be like this, and I'm going to do this and this and this and all of this stuff, like really honing in on the grandma thing. Mm-hmm. When Yara was born... Yeah, it was there, but then it's almost like reality kind of stuck in for my mom. She was like, I'm actually a grandma now. She was like, wow, that's a Wait life a change minute. for her. Yeah, it kind of just put certain things into Call perspective. Call yourself grandma. Yeah, yes. like, my mom doesn't even like the word grandma. It's Gigi. Gigi, yes. yes. And even with my grandma, like, I could not, I didn't start calling my grandma grandma until maybe about six years ago. Really? Yeah, what I couldn't call her. My mom. Mm. yeah I couldn't call her grandma 
It's like wow. this. A young it's a young thing, and my grandma is a grandma, mm-hmm. <laughs> but great grandma at that now. But I mean, now she's quote call we call her grandma, whatever. But I see this new persona with my mom. It's almost like she's seeing her life kind of flash before her eyes, and it's like a reality check mm-hmm. for her. So she see, yeah, she sees the world in a very different way now, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen, you know, you know talking about partner support and that sort of thing and you know just the difficulties in that um we know that like postpartum is a is a real thing right it comes in all different forms and um as I talk to more people I understand that it could hit at different times in motherhood Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i think people generally associate it with um right after the baby's born yeah like those younger baby years and that kind of thing but i feel like if not acknowledged or dealt with it's probably something that could like creep up at any point yeah Mm -hmm. like am i correct in thinking that Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and i think my whole thing was like you go on thinking like that's not gonna happen to me right Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'll be fine Mm -hmm. so that's not gonna happen i'm strong minded i'm strong exactly Mm -hmm. i'm my my mom around me so i'm fine but Mm -hmm. you don't realize it until you're sitting in the tub crying Mm -hmm. so if you don't mind me asking like because i like asking people in terms of like their own definition of what postpartum is because i've I've, there's obviously the dictionary definition but hearing different people speak about it, I'd like to know from you, like, how do you describe it, like, in terms of a feeling and so on? You almost don't even realize it or recognize it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't... It's okay. Take your time, girl. Like, I didn't even recognize it was happening. You know, just crying. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Could you could have thought maybe it was just hormonal? Exactly. At the beginning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You just think you know you're going through the motions. This is what it is. It's fine. But like, it's just this. I mean, you just had a life come out of you. You created a life mm-hmm. for nine, ten months. Mm-hmm. You know, something comes out of you now, and now you're just put up to the job to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's no break. There's no like okay, have a day recoup and here you go Mm -hmm. you know like you're just in it Mm -hmm. you know and um it's it's basically just like it almost feels like a weight being pushed on you Mm -hmm. if i if i'm making sense i felt like so much pressure to be able to be this great mom Mm -hmm. Mm I'm not even a mom, and I I I actually feel like it almost it's a it's a very very weird feeling because I I feel that it's just I can't even imagine your your mind goes through so many different things. You're Mm -hmm. thinking so many different things, and Mm -hmm. and um like I get it now when people are like they shook their baby to death. Yes. I get it. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one of my girlfriends just before I had Zach, she was she had her child and she's like, Karen, are you sure you want to do this? Because mm. he's been crying for the past whatever and and I said to her, I said, now I get it when people shake their babies because you are just going crazy. You mm-hmm. just want, you know, this child to stop crying or you just want someone to come and rescue you and like you, it's just on you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this pressure is just on you to just do it. You know, I remember, um, luckily Zach wasn't, uh, you know, a colicky baby or anything and mm-hmm. such, but you know, there are times when I'm like, I just want to sleep. Of mm-hmm. course. I just want to take a nap. I just want to have like a nice hot bath mm-hmm. and I remember we had went away to South Carolina and um, we're on the, in the hotel and we stepped up on the balcony <clears throat> and I remember thinking if I were to just throw him off the balcony mm-hmm. it'd all be good mm-hmm. like, I'd be fine mm-hmm. back to normal everything will be good mm-hmm. And then I brought myself back to reality and stepped off the balcony and never went back on there again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because to even think that way... It was like, what am I thinking? Right. But it mm-hmm. was a real thought. It was a real thought. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew hard. a woman that I worked with and she said that when she first had her daughter, um, she had visions of herself standing at the top of her stairs mm-hmm. and purposely just falling. Like with the baby in her hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you say um, it's a thought, like you don't even know it's happening. Yeah. Like you don't know, you just think it's hormonal or whatever. Mm-hmm. The first thought that came to my mind was um, depression. Yes. And the reason why I say that in terms of not knowing that you're depressed is because I've been in situations like I've had experiences where all I want to do was sleep mm-hmm. yeah. or just unmotivated yeah. knew I had mad shit to do yeah. and didn't want to do anything mm-hmm. kept postponing things mm-hmm. and I would chop that up to being just a procrastinator mm-hmm. yeah. oh, I've always been a procrastinator I know it's a quirk of mine and I need to do better mm-hmm. um but n- never did I think right. you don't I'm think depressed. That. You don't think that. Because yeah. I'm like, you don't recognize that's a it. clinical thing. I'm not depressed. Right. Like, it's not that deep for me. Yeah. But it's like, you really just don't realize that no. it, it's something that's really happening. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you going through this, mm-hmm. how did you like get out of it or is it something that you still deal with to this I'm better I am a lot better um I did visit my doctor about it I was just about to ask you yeah I did visit my doctor um so no I'm I'm better like I didn't take any pills or anything Mm -hmm. like that yeah um and I did a workshop as well amazing it was called Mm -hmm. but I did a workshop with like a whole bunch of other new moms you know Mm -hmm. and it was a whole day thing and they gave us a booklet and everything and my partner doesn't even know that I went but Mm -hmm. um but, um, yeah, it was just basically just going through, like, a list of things that you should just think about 
or having like a support team, mm-hmm. you know. So, and then I also made sure that I was out and about doing things because mm-hmm. being stuck in the house was mm-hmm. not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I waited till he was maybe three months and got his shot and everything that I was actually like, okay, I Dress can him go. up and let's go on roll. Yes. Even mm-hmm. if it's walking in the mall. Yeah. Right. Anything. Like but I found myself going to, um, like an earlier center for kids. Mm-hmm. Where you can be with other moms and socially with other babies. Yes. And um, um, I went to a group called You and Your Baby. Mm-hmm. And it was a six-week program. And to this day, I still talk to some of the women. But yeah. Like, yeah. It was, yeah, every week we got together for an hour and just spoke on different topics. Yeah. Did you watch the show Working Moms? No. It's a great show. Yeah. It's Canadian. Yes. It's yes. filmed in Montreal. It. Yeah. I've auditioned for it before. Oh, really? Um, but it's on For some Netflix. reason, I can see you on that show. I don't yeah. know why. And here's the joke. The the role that I auditioned for was a mom with twins. And I was like, I see <laughs> what you did there, guys. I see you getting me ready or whatever. <laughs> anyway, fabulous show because it's so... Um, it's so grounded in reality. Yeah, it, it is, is literally moms talking about everything that we're talking yeah. about, from the highs to the low lows to mm-hmm. the like. Let if I just leave this kid in the grocery store, yeah. how long One will time. it take mm-hmm. before anyone notices? That yeah. I, yeah, you know. But great show, mm-hmm. just to yeah. because thank you. It'll I actually seen it on Netflix when, the other day. Yeah. When yeah. you were talking, and it and it's comedic too, so mm-hmm. it'll touch you there as well. Yeah. Um, but really grounded in reality. The writing yeah. is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you talk about these groups and stuff, that's kind mm-hmm. of the premise where yeah. they all meet up at this daycare and they talk and yes. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah good for you for um, finding the support mm-hmm. outward. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And realizing that, yes. you know, like you need help mm-hmm. and so on. Because I think that's the biggest thing we get in our heads and think like oh this is just gonna go away exactly and, so right. and it actually does it yeah. because yeah yeah, I, yeah and and just kind of on that same vibe um i know that mom guilt is a thing and mm-hmm. when i say mom guilt what i refer to mom guilt as the times where you are taking care of you mm-hmm. and baby is with somebody else and mm-hmm. you Spend money on yourself, bring yourself to the spa, go for a nice dinner, get your hair did, your nails, whatever. Um, go out with the girls. Does mom guilt affect you? Is mm-hmm. that a thing? Mm-hmm. Even though you yep. cry out for a break, so yep. to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the first time I went out, went out, was actually to HSTW when you guys did it the first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my mom watched that, and I just remember being like calling her and messaging her all the time because <laughs> I'm okay. like, is everything okay? Yeah. You know, and she's like, Karen, just go. Just, just go yeah. have your fun, relax yourself. But good. yeah, I felt, I felt bad because I'm like, I really should be at home with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so yeah, no, definitely mom heals. Now, not so much. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'm like, see ya. Exactly. But yeah, no, definitely. There's times when I leave him with his dad and I feel a little guilty mm-hmm. um, because and even with my mom, I'm just like, no one can do it like me. Yeah. You know, my son needs My son, mom. he knows me. He Absolutely. Knows. He needs his mom. So Absolutely. yeah, no, I do feel guilty at times. Yeah. But then there's the odd time where I'm like, I do need to get my nails done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and, do and need and to shave my leg. You know? It's interesting because I remember when Beyonce had her twins, mm-hmm. she did this photo shoot with the twins and in the photo shoot, she was looking directly to camera. 
not like nursing the baby and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. So there was this big breakdown around this photo. Mm-hmm. And basically what they were saying was that Beyonce is purposely maintaining her mm-hmm. sex appeal mm-hmm. and womanhood and independence um, alongside having these babies mm-hmm. where she does not lose who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the one of the hardest things yes. for moms yeah. is because instantly it is not about you anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding that that balance of how do I not be a mom who is looked at as um, neglecting my child mm-hmm. while still taking care of myself? Right. Yeah. You know? Um, it's funny because I actually had a conversation with Nigel the other day and I said to him, I feel like I'm losing slash lost myself. Mm. You know? Because I, I'm not out there like I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing... I'm not hardcore into the acting like I used to be, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, my agent will be like, Hey Karen, I've got this audition for you. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'll go, but I'm not, you're not there. I'm mentally, not there. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. I'm just doing it just to go, just to be in good graces. Yeah. With your agent. Hey guys. Yeah. yeah I'm here. Here. You know, but I don't feel like I just feel like I just need to find myself again mm-hmm. you know and if it mm-hmm. is to just go and get my nails done yeah. or whatever then mm-hmm. that's what it is mm-hmm. but you know at least I'm recognizing it yeah, yeah. and I think and that's important about it. because I like I feel eventually you will yes. don't feel like oh this is gone yeah and so on because I've seen moms like obviously up close mm-hmm. and just the moms that are around me where they've gone through that mommy guilt and they wallow in it and they're literally like oh yeah i'm not gonna do anything ever again like i'm this 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 whole thing right is about this child yeah i see my mom do it and i think that's kind of why my mom now is kind of finding her finding herself yes because she's kind of been that caregiver for myself and my sister for years so when we're self-sufficient my mom's on the road she's partying she's going on this trip and this trip and my sister. Now yeah. let me ask you: Do you yeah. do you feel guilty about that, um, or did you even recognize it? Because you just you just know that your mom's just supposed to be your mom. Mm-hmm. It, it's cr- it's there. crazy. There was a moment where, when I moved out of my mom's place and my sister was living in Dubai, I believe at the time, I moved out and my mom would just call me, for for a year straight. She would call me like every single day. And I'm like, mom, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And her and I had a talk and she's just like, you do not understand what I'm going through. She's like, I know that you're okay, but this is all new for me. She's like, for the first time ever, I don't have to take care of nobody. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to handle Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. She has no idea. And it's interesting that you say that because so many people find their identity Mm -hmm. in their role. Mm-hmm. So it's like my mom. I'm mom first. Yep. Yeah. So now that I'm not necessarily, I'm still mom, but I'm not necessarily like caregiver. Yeah. It's like, well, who am I now? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a whole other thing. And my sister now, for a minute, she was just like, oh my god, I can't leave yard nowhere. Like even with my boss, she'd get so panicky. And it was almost just my sister's birthday um, last week, and my sister was like, you know what? I'm gonna have fun. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna party my ass off and so on and so on and the next day I knew she was a little sick 
was a little sick for a bit. She was just like, okay, I, I, I'm not like how I used to be. I, mm-hmm. Everything's different. But she's just like, you know, I want to be that mom that is okay to like go out every once in a while. Yeah. Like it's okay to dress sexy. a little sexy, sexy and yeah. so on. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it's, I totally get where you're coming from, yeah. but it will come back, trust yeah. me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and even that just kind of goes into the whole, like, body image thing, mm-hmm. right? After having a child and, like, what is that? Like, what are your thoughts around that? Because I know, like, lots of moms, I would hear them say, like, oh, it's just not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Or we know women who snap back really fast. Mm-hmm. And, and even for you and I, Janielle, that is something that we will have to consider as as having child potentially having children mm-hmm. later in life right. you know what i mean where yeah. it gets long because why like it is hard for me to lose you my t- one little t- 10 pounds i'm, I'm always in always talk about that you know what i mean whereas when i was a kid i'd eat like two whoppers and have mm-hmm. a flat stomach and go to the club exactly. you know what I mean? yeah 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 no so, like, i find like hitting 30 like, my body just was just like, oh, yeah, remember all those Whoppers you were eating before? Well, here they are. Here they are. Yeah, so <laughs> it's definitely hard to bounce back. Mm-hmm. Definitely hard to bounce back. Um, not easy at all, but I would go for walks mm-hmm. with my girlfriend. I'm doing a boot camp now as well. At least I go once a week or once awesome. every two weeks, but mm-hmm. at least I'm doing something for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's not falling off as quickly as I'd like it to, mm-hmm. but I'm trying. Of course. Yeah, I'm working on it, you of know, course. but... Um, I will say it's hard. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, like, now, to me, like, even just putting on clothes sometimes is very difficult. Yes. Mm-hmm. You what know, even... now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, this past Thanksgiving, I, you know, wore an outfit, and I was just like, ah, I'm fat. <laughs> no, honestly, I was just like... It, and, of course, your aunties and uncles have to point it out, especially yeah, aunties. Yeah, 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 so weird. Fat. Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, look how you get fat. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like love me i just right. had a child like, it's true jeez no, it's true. so imagine hearing that without no kid what's my it's what, what, true. What, what's my excuse it's true. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on there and you get the little tickers oh, so yeah, here's true. my question for you um so obviously zach zachary yes, right zachary. cutest little boy ever just chill as ever is born so before Zachary was born, what were your thoughts on like the whole freezing your eggs possibly? Because I know for a lot of women at a moment in time, their ideas switch. Mm-hmm. One minute they want to have a child. Mm-hmm. Next minute they don't. Or there's some women that are like, I ain't having no child or mm-hmm. whatever. And then as they get into their 30s, when they see other women start having children and so on, they start feeling ways about it. Was this something that could have been a possibility for you? To freeze eggs? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Never really crossed my mind at all. Because your um, thought was just, I'm just not Yeah, I'm just any. not going to have any. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times when I did look at people with other kids and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. You know, but I also felt like I was too old for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm past my. So ah, oh, okay. So you felt there was like a window that had 
past. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, there's so no like, way. If I was gonna have a kid, it's too late now. Yes, exactly. Because you still want to be young, yeah. yeah, and have that energy for your child. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm seeing it with his dad. Like he's 40 now, mm-hmm. and you know he's tired. He's tired. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't want to go to the park all the time. Yeah. He doesn't yes. want to be kicking around the ball all the time. Yes. You know. So yeah, I would have liked to have if I were to have mm-hmm. do it in my 20s. You know, mm-hmm. when I had more energy. But yeah, no, I never thought about. Yeah. Freezing my eggs. What about ever. you, Janelle? Is that you know, something? You know what's interesting? I mean, this is, and again, this is all society. Like, I'm 35 years old, and my mom tells me, she was just like, oh, you can have children whenever. She was just like, your great grand, this person had a child at 50, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So for her, she's like, she's kind of putting that hope. That, yeah, mm-hmm. it is totally possible. And I've seen women do yeah. it, have a child like that in yeah. their 40s, yeah. 45, whatever. But I've also done some research, because, you know, me, a research queen, um, whether it be online or just even hearing from people, um, the whole idea of freezing eggs, once you reach a certain age, mm-hmm. like they say 34, 35, or even just in your 30s, your eggs start to decrease mm-hmm. in terms of how many eggs you need in order to right. fertilize and, mm-hmm. and so on. So um, they usually say the time to do it is like in your 20s, like mm-hmm. you're saying, or even in your early to mid 30s. Now, I've seen situations where I know people that have cancer, for instance, where they, because of chemotherapy, they um, the chances of them to have a child regular, the regular way, is difficult. So the doctor usually says, okay, freeze your eggs. Mm-hmm. And these women I know are like 36, 37. Right. I've also seen women that frozen, frozen their eggs at 35, 36 and actually had a child in their 40s. So for me, and also the cost too, yeah. like... It's expensive. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. expensive. Just to store your eggs. Exactly. To do that. It's so for me, I've already kind of put it in my head. And I mean, I've told a few people, but not a lot of people. I'm giving myself, say, 37, 38 to Mm -hmm. see if like if I'll have a child or not. And that means if I'll be in a relationship, marriage, whatever it may be. If I don't see myself having a child by that time, yeah. I'm going to adopt. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've already kind of put that in my head mm-hmm. because it's like, it just takes the pressure off of me mm-hmm. to like know that, you know what, I don't need to be in this race mm-hmm. because I have a younger sister who is what, 32, 33, and she's married, has a child. And I'm looking at that and I'm just, at first I felt like I needed to be in that race. Mm-hmm. And of course. Again, with society telling you, oh, you need to have this, this, this by this time and so forth. So you felt you feel this pressure as a woman. Oh, if I don't have a child or if I'm not married, I'm less of a woman and so on. So I started to put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm getting a little emotional. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I um, I've um, put a lot of pressure on myself um, in regards to. not having a child and being okay yeah. Yeah. with it. And, Sorry, yeah. can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, you did mention adoption. Yeah. Do you feel ways about not giving birth to your own child? 
like that you'll feel disconnected to this child because it's not yours. You know what? After having after having my niece, it's <laughs> you see, right? <laughs> you see, <laughs> it's just it's it's like this innate thing. Mm-hmm. I feel this bond with my niece that I cannot even like she's yours. Yeah, yeah. Like she's literally mine. Like I know she is not mine, but if I can give that love to her. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that it's totally fine for me to adopt another child and yeah. give that same love. So I don't feel that it's, I have to give a child, like give birth, birth yeah. to a child vaginally mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. in order to feel that connection. Like, I personally don't feel that at yeah, all. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me as well, like I'm kind of in the same boat. I feel like I've put pressure on myself. Um, and I think my pressure comes from the thought of, always wanting to um be married before i have kids, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i was always because truthfully if you want a kid and i know women who just wanted a child absolutely had no desire to necessarily be in the relationship didn't mm-hmm. care just like oh you're healthy you're good okay we can do this mm-hmm. i don't really care what you do now yep. i have my baby yeah right. you know um whereas for me because it's easier to have a baby than it is to um, be in a relationship mm-hmm. and build that and be married and all these things. And that in itself is a process and it takes time. So I feel like where my like race for myself mm-hmm. always started with that, like, like I'm not even in the dating game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So... At what point am I going to, like, find the... And then when I was younger, you know, you have this mentality of, like, this sort of time frame where it's like, I got to date you for at least two, three years yep. before we get engaged. Yep. I'm like, I don't have time for all right. of that. Exactly. And then I see, like, people who meet in a year and get married mm-hmm. and have these wonderful, flourishing relationships. Mm-hmm. And to some people, that looks like, oh, you don't know the person, you know, da-da-da. And yes, it could be looked at as that way, but then on the flip side, it could be like, yo, we're both grown. Exactly. And we both know what we want, mm-hmm. and let's do this because, right. you know, mm-hmm. we're here, mm-hmm. and we're here to stay, and we're not on no games and no BS, right? So it could be that as well. Um, I've never personally thought about freezing my eggs mm-hmm. um i never considered the cost or anything i i obviously know it's a big cost i never thought of it like that but i feel like for me personally it always boiled down to more of a like thing of like 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 if it's god's will mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. um I was never concerned about getting pregnant later in life, like whether or not I could or not. I mm. know that there's biological things. Mm-hmm. I know that chances of this and this and that. But I think my um, belief that like God could do it if he wants to do it always kind of like overrode any other like mm-hmm. medical thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the reality of you do slow down. Mm-hmm. You do biologically. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. You can't get around that. You can't yeah. get around um, the snapback being a little harder because mm-hmm. you're older. Right. You can't get around feeling tired and not wanting to be on all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm around 
my friends with their kids and their kids are bouncing off the wall and me. I'm exhausted. Right. You me. know, just looking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, nah, so I'm not going to yard. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's serious. So it's like, it's a serious I, thing. I understand that. And um, I always thought about adoption as well, mm-hmm. but in um, addition to me having my kids. Mm-hmm. So I always... Okay. Re- associated adoption with me being at a place in life Mm -hmm. um like financially Mm career-wise where it could be like i have the means Mm -hmm. to um support these kids who need it yeah and then like going to your question of um would you feel connected to somebody that didn't come out of you it's like i think about that as it would it's like you can adopt a newborn Mm -hmm. but then like what about like the seven-year-old Right. Who doesn't yeah. have anybody? Yeah, right. you know it's it's yeah it's it's, it's so wild, and I know yeah. people that have actually adopted children, yeah. and the relationship they have is like you couldn't you can't even tell. Yeah, you can't know. even tell. Yeah. Like look at even Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot tell Gabrielle Union that like I mean that was a different. It wasn't actually adoption. She didn't give birth to surrogate. Yeah. Yeah. surrogate. But you cannot tell her that she didn't do it vaginally like you cannot say that because the connection that she has to that child Mm -hmm. is like there's there's nothing like it and to even what you were saying about being god's will like i i totally understand that too i I get that but there's a part of me that i am i'm a scaredy cat i can't even lie (laughs) there's a part of me that sees the whole like pregnancy thing that's a that's a lot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be a walk in the park yeah. and look super cute and you wear maternity yeah, clothes. Outfits. And you get your you know outfits. What? Maybe if it wasn't nine months, like maybe I'd consider it again. But yeah. the, it just felt long. Wow. Yeah. And us on the outside, we're like, you had the baby quick? so quick. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, nah, it felt like forever. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, ladies. Mm-hmm. That was a great conversation. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Karen, for just being so open um, and honest with us. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot Mm -hmm. um, from this perspective. So it was great. Let's uh, take a break and we'll be right back. So we are back. And Karen, since you are our guest of honor, (laughs) we would love to hear a little off-figure tip from you, a little life hack. That's a new word Something for the people, them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's my my new favorite word, life hack. Life hack, off-figure. Um, so any anything you know pertaining to your life, uh-huh. mom life, career life, anything that you can think of. Well, I I want to say that you can definitely still do you and be you um, with child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when I was pregnant, um, I remember you guys, you know, CHP, the whole crew, everyone was just like, "It's fine, bring the baby, yes. bring the baby." Yes. So you know, and of course it was nerve wracking, <laughs> yes. but yeah, I definitely did bring him to rehearsals and yes. I did bring him to some shows. Yes. yes, you know, and if I'm on stage or if I'm rehearsing, someone's watching him, and I, yes. it was nice to know that I had a village, Absolutely. you know, that I trusted. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just some random. I felt good about it. So you can definitely still do what you want to do. Um, you know, the support was definitely there. And not even just with CHP, but like my mom, you know, mm-hmm. my partner, my sisters. They were just like, this is you, Karen. So go and do it. So you can definitely still 
So don't let Do go your of thing. that. And no. you've been doing it. So mm-hmm. yes. I stalk you on Instagram, girl. I see yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. You're too funny. Um, and I'd also like to say, um, we did mention postpartum earlier. And um, just, you know, if it is hard, it is definitely going to be hard. No doubt about that. But just being able to get out and find yourself an outlet. There's so many free mm-hmm. things out there. Free. Free. Yes. Free. Like, you don't have to pay to nice. do these activities mm-hmm. so you can go out and do mom groups mm-hmm. you can there's little cafes that you can get together at you can Aww. go yeah you can do little mom walks outside or inside yeah. you know or even earlier centers just getting together and having the kids you know there's drop in you drop your kid in mm-hmm. i'm not saying leave but <laughs> drop your kid and allow them to socialize with other kids and you can socialize with other moms like That's just get mean. out and do things you know it helps a lot and to know that you're not alone Mm-hmm. You know, when you converse with other people, you're like, oh, so it's not no, just me right, going through it's not this. Just me so, feeling this. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I, one of my friends, she has twins, funny enough. And I think like her whole pregnancy was insane. I think yeah. near like the fifth month, she had to be on bed rest oh, for the shit. remainder of the time. Mm. Like it was crazy. Mm. And obviously, when the kids were born, it was a little rough and so on. And, um, one day I was on Instagram and I was seeing her kids in these little, it was like this little water. It was like they were in tubs. So I was just like, what the hell is this? And then she put the, she did like a little video cam of where she was. It's like a baby spa. Yes. Ooh, and I was one like, oh, I love yeah. that. I'm like, what is That's this? Lit. And I was just like, is this expensive? She's like, no. It is not literally yeah. baby spa. Like I the kids get like that. little massages. Oh my god, I love that! Yeah. And they get to swim. Like they got the little floaty mm. around. And they're I think it's called baby do- panda. Yeah. But there's times when they have um, free sessions, so you can mm-hmm. go and test it out. Yeah. But not all the time, but yeah, you can check it. And out. it's just a bunch of little babies just mm-hmm. living it up, and mm-hmm. you get to like interact with other parents. That's so sweet. It's so. Cute. My kids but, definitely mm-hmm. going to yeah. the spa. Yeah. Trust me. Trust <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was so, so cute. cute. Thank you for that, Karen. That's awesome. Not a problem. So we've come to the end. Yes. Wow. Okay, yeah. So episode tw- episode twelve. <laughs> definitely episode twelve. So thank you so much, Karen. Not a problem. For giving all of your amazing advice telling your story and being so vulnerable thank you yeah yeah Yeah. it's um Mm -hmm. something that we really um push on our pod as you know Mm -hmm. you listen and so on and uh, i learned a lot Mm -hmm. and it's actually opened my eyes a whole lot more into motherhood and yeah it just put certain things into perspective Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. for sure um, so yeah, thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anytime, girl. <laughs> so next just... week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Karen, by the way, Karen um, and Janielle think it's super hot in my room. It is super hot in the, like, studio. In, the, in the studio. In the studio. In the studio. I think it's perfectly fine. Yes, Karen's you can like literally see the sweat dying. from the on the walls. <laughs> You know when you're in a and basement, I have jam? A ring light on. You know when you're in the basement, Jack? Way back us. in the day. And the walls sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You guys are dramatic. It's <laughs> winter outside. Listen, you'll, appre- you'll, you'll appreciate this 
when you go outside, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, I want to go back to the sauna. But it always feels like Jamaica up in here. Like, <laughs> exactly. all the time. Like, I'm manifesting. Your... Yes, I'm manifesting, manifesting the all beach. the time. Like, the walls. Where the coconut are them? <laughs> you know? The mango. Honestly, we just need to play the little Celine Dion in the background. <laughs> <laughs> with us get us get at us at behind the stage that's behind t-h-a stage that's our instagram and we're also on twitter you know what's crazy somebody um was on instagram today and talking about how they're back on twitter too after leaving yeah for for so long so yes we are on there so hit us up or um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to shoot the shit, whatever it may be, hit us up on there. <laughs> that tweet you guys made about the outside clothes on the bed. <laughs> ah! Let me tell you. It's a classic line. Oh, man. Classic My mom line. still tells me that to this day. I still do this. Dudes, that was the line from dudes when they're trying to get you in your panty from early. That's what, yes. that's what that is from, Janelle. Like, yo, I have some ball shorts for you. I don't really like people wearing their outside, outside clothes, clothes on, on my bed. bed. When yes. no man has that ever yes. said that to me. That was, like, that was like the high school, yeah. the early 20s line. Yeah. I'm good. I'll just stand on the floor. Yeah, like, I'm good. Ooh, I'll just sit wow. right here. But, like, the here's some ball shirts. Remember, it's easy access. You're right. you're, you're, you're already almost naked. Uh, naked. <laughs> oh, my God. That Plus, you're in his wa- stuff. That's what, yeah. what it was. Take <laughs> <laughs> off my clothes, then. <laughs> yeah. It's so drama. But oh, my God. That's, Sorry. Our, our Twitter <laughs> is, is ratchet, you know, but yes. it's, it's really our thoughts. Absolutely. But join us and have fun. Yes. And I'm just going to leave you guys with um, this thought. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember what I was listening to. It could have been a sermon um, maybe from Torre and, and um, Sarah, Sarah Jakes at one mm-hmm. point. Um, but I heard something and I wrote it down because it stuck with me. It says, your feet cannot go where your mind and your speech have not already been. So speak loudly and boldly mm-hmm. about the places that you want to go. Facts. And your feet will follow. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. And it's just about um, speaking life, right. which is speak what we're all about. Speak, speak everything that you want. Mm-hmm. I, I have this habit of, of cutting out any sort of like death talk, you know, mm-hmm. from, from people that I'm talking to or even myself. Mm-hmm. And because our words have so much authority. Absolutely. You know, um, so keep that in mind, folks. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Ciao.